Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the May 2nd edition. The three things for today on keeping score, if you could go back to school and tell yourself, would you seriously tell yourself to score more marks or to learn some skills that you did not know that you needed to learn back then? The second one, three quotes by Shane Parrish, Derek Sivers, and Judge Leonard. And the last one, on the endless cycle of gaining and losing weight. It is easy to lose five kilos in a few weeks. Unfortunately, it is even easier to put it back. And I need you to get out of that cycle. All right. First one, on keeping score. Right. When we were in school, we were told that marks were all that mattered. Work hard now, you can chill later, and, well, know these things. And then you go to college, and same stuff. Right? Marks, marks, marks. And then go to work, you know, just put in eight-hour uh, workday, and everything will be fine. Now, if you studied hard and you got good grades, I'm not denying that that teaches us quite a bit. We don't really become subject matter experts unless we have really good teachers or we have a learning or a growth mindset. But otherwise, all we got uh, were marks. In fact, I learned terrible habits back then because I figured how to game the system enough to get something in the 90-ish uh, uh, mark range. But that was simply how little did I need to study uh, to score this kind of stuff. So rather than learning things like hard work and concentration and enjoying learning for the sake of it, I learned to game a system. And not just that, right? There are so many other skills that even today, when I look back, uh, I didn't have uh, 10 years ago. As simple as what listening actually means, or paying attention to your thoughts, or why philosophy is an interesting topic, so nothing to run away from or even other things which we did learn, but not in a very structured fashion, I would say. Teamwork, leadership skills, uh, perseverance, skill building, problem solving, there's hundreds of these. Either you learned them by fluke, or you had a good mentor, or you challenged yourself. But I'd argue that the one-dimensional way of scoring marks was just that, one-dimensional. And armed with that knowledge today, would you not tell yourself to not keep score or not keep a one-dimensional score? It is one data point, and it's not the only data point. Of course, data is useful. Of course, keeping score is useful. But you need to... Either, if you're going to be objective about it, you need to be multidimensional about 
keeping score and also know where you should not be keeping score. See, in your health and fitness and nutrition and all that, it's not simply about what you lift or how much you weigh or how many kilos you lost or your body fat percentage, whatever. These are all useful, of course. I love to lift, so it's important for me to know what I'm lifting. Am I making progress? What is this cycle? What should I be lifting? Or what should I be approximately aiming for? And all that. But that's just so I can enjoy playing the game. The point is not I need to lift this number or everything I do is useless. So keep that in mind. If you could tell your high school uh, version today, you would tell him or her to calm down about marks and that there are other things that he or she should pay attention to. Likewise, even today, keeping score is useful, but it is not the point. Thanks for listening. On to the second topic, three quotes for this week. Starting off with this one by Shane Parrish. In case you don't know Shane, Shane, you can check him out at farnamstreet.blog, fs.blog. Writes brilliant stuff. Anyway, here's the quote. In the short term, you are as good as your intensity. In the long term, you're only as good as your consistency. Of course, any time anybody speaks about consistency, I am going to lap it up. And, well, it's true. Fitness and nutrition, blah, 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 is about consistency. Are you going to show up more often than not? And funnily, apparently, life seems to be about consistency as well. The second one by Derek Sivers. This is from his blog post. I've just captured one tiny portion of it. A new day begins when I wake up, not at midnight. Celebrate personally meaningful markers. Ignore arbitrary calendar dates. Jan 1st is just an arbitrary date. You can go on your diet whenever you want. You can decide to start a new habit whenever you want. Why Jan 1st? And the hundreds of other things that we do. More than any other person I've read, Derek seems to capture the things that are vague concepts in my head and he just writes them brilliantly. All right, last one. This is from George Leonard's book, Mastery. How do you best move toward mastery? To put it simply, you practice diligently, but you practice primarily for the sake of the practice itself. This is something I struggle with, but it's something that I'm just trying to lose myself in and not try to struggle through and not try to force myself to enjoy or anything like that, but just let it be. And more often than not, it seems to 
well, be fun. What I've also tried to do is minimize the number of things that I am uh, trying to do. Not trying to do, not try to dabble at hundreds of things. Not that I ever dabbled at hundreds of things, but you know what I mean. For example, this year, I just want to focus on one or two lifts, nothing else. Like that, I just want to focus on one or two things in other spheres of my life rather than saying, okay, these 50 things you suck at and you need to do them. That's extremely critical and setting myself up for failure. So instead, one or two things, practice them diligently and practice them because I want to. But it's hard. And my final post for today on the endless cycle of gaining and losing weight. Five kilos off, five kilos on, repeat once or twice a year. This is a common story that I see playing out too often that it's annoying. Not annoying personally, but it's just, you know, it's one of those things where I wish I could communicate better about why this is not healthy or a positive path for someone to take. You know how this starts. You decide this is it. Jan 1st comes around, an arbitrary calendar date, and apparently you got to lose weight. And so you decide to lose all the weight in January. A new diet, a new workout routine, you work out crazy with crazy intensity. You don't eat most foods. You starve yourself. You're eating, you know, like 1,000 calories or under. You push through the uh, Monday morning blues or I don't feel like going to the gym. Oh, I want to stuff some sugar. But you fight through. And a few weeks in, it's all worth it. You're five kilos lighter. What inevitably happens, and if this has not happened to you, you are the exception. What inevitably happens is you put on a little more than those five kilos over the next few weeks. And you do it again. You lose five kilos, you put on five kilos. Every year, maybe once or twice a year. You got to stop, right? If this is you, this is not working, it never has, it never will. If you're tired of being in the same place, you can change this. But you got to stop fooling yourself that this works. You got to stop being defensive about this. This is not about me. You don't need to justify or be defensive about it to me. You want to lose weight? Great. You don't want to lose weight? Great. Be happy about what you are trying to do. I am simply talking about losing five kilos and then high-fiving yourself and then putting six kilos back on and, I don't know, ignoring it or going through a spiral of guilt and then losing those kilos again and saying, yeah, I got this. I did a great job. No. No, you did not. 
you just put the weight back on and then you lost it again, it's no. Stop fooling yourself. You got to start figuring out a new strategy. Because you keep doing the same thing, well, funny, but the same thing happens. You got to change your process. You got to change what you're trying to do to have a different outcome. Listen, I'm all for a quick blitz, you know, a shot in the arm to get you going. But even that has to be made via some sensible methods. So let's hear about six things that I'd like you to think about. First one, if some diet says you cannot eat, you know, an entire category of foods, walk away from it. The keto diet, for example, was not designed to be a fat loss diet. Yes, yes, of course, I know it works and I'm an idiot because I don't know to do keto properly, but whatever. No, that's not the point. The keto diet came about for treating kids with epilepsy was to try and tackle a health condition. I mean, if you're going down this route, why not do the tapeworm diet? That's a joke. Please don't. Cutting out an entire category, either it used to be fats, now it's carbohydrates that are the enemy. It's not a sustainable way and it's just a very simple uh, litmus test, so to speak. If something needs to be cut out, and I don't I mean something as broad as carbs or fats or whatever, you know, genuinely that diet doesn't know what it's talking about. It's not, everything's not good or bad or anything like that. Some things are more dense with nutrients. Some things are less dense with nutrients. Some things are more fun to eat. Some things are not so much fun to eat. And you got to balance all of it out. The second one, fruits did not make you fat. Okay? Eating fruits is not going to prevent you from going towards your results. Now, unless you're trying to eat like 30 mangoes a day for the next two months, I can't see it happening. And well, you know, a few fruits a day, uh, you can do a lot worse than that. So don't worry about fruits, okay? There are other things to worry about. Third one, carbs are not the enemy. It's just that the Indian diet has way too many carbs in it and not the Indian diet the way we consume it. There's just too much uh, rice or any form of grain and there's too few you know, fruits and vegetables and protein. That's the problem. The point is not to go away from carbs and eat zero carbs but to focus on the do's. Eat more vegetables, eat more fruits, eat more protein and automatically your plate gets more balanced. Number four, fats are not the enemy. In a weight loss diet though, you do want to limit fats, primarily because they are very easy to overeat. Nuts, for example, are extremely dense in nutrients, but also in calories. So you just got to be mindful of this. Number five, protein is not the enemy. Most of you are in no danger 
of over-consuming protein. You should be good eating you know, one gram of protein per kilo of body weight. So let's say you weigh 70 kilos, you can have 70 grams of protein. An egg, for example, has six grams of protein. Now, the biggest one, I think, is snacking. Snacking could be an issue. Look into it. And a snack is anything that falls outside of your two or three meals that you eat. Anything. A nut here, a piece of candy there. It doesn't matter. Anything is a snack. Now, all of this assumes you're reasonably healthy and your doctor has not told you protein, avoided, things like that. So be mindful. This is an opinion, nothing more. So what is the way forward? The way forward is you got to move away from these rapid weight loss goals. Coach Dan John has a powerful way of saying this when he asks you to end the year a kilo lighter than you started. You got to think about it a lot more, even though it sounds so simple, boring, trivial, but it's amongst the most powerful things. You got to move away from cutting out an entire food group. It's just silly and unsustainable. You got to eat more vegetables. Eat what protein you can. I know for some of us, Protein's not easy to come by, or our dietary restrictions mean we can't have too much protein. It's not as big a deal. It is simply that protein keeps you uh, satiated better than other macros. So make an attempt to get some protein. Eat more fruits, drink more water, and sleep. And you should be logging your measurements about every month. On my blog, I put a simple tracker. What I would also ask you to do is maybe look at the last two times you dieted. You started the diet at, say, 75. You ended it at 70. And hey, funnily enough, the second time you dieted, you started at 75 or 76. And you ended it at 70 or 71 again. Just put that in there. And, well, start logging first Monday of every month from here on. A half a kilo a month, while it seems trivial, is six kilos a year. The key is to keep it off and not put it back on and off. Remember, it is easy to lose five kilos in a few weeks. Unfortunately, it's even easier to put it back on. The slower the gains, the better. I know this is not sexy at all. This is not what sells. This is not what all the amazingly fit, ripped people on Instagram are telling you or the new apps that promise you things about intermittent fasting or keto or paleo or whatever. I got nothing to peddle, okay? The only thing that works is having a long-term outlook. Common sense, well, it works. So once again, more vegetables, more fruits, more water, 
more sleep and you will figure out how much junk to have and all of it. Just start focusing on the do's and try and get out of this cycle of five on, five off. You can do this. All right, folks. That's it from me for today. You have a great one, and I will see you here next week. This is Coach AA signing off. Bye.